Hey guys, quick announcement. So I'm hoping you'll be very excited about this. The Suzanne Venker show is now going to drop three episodes per week. In addition to the main one that gets dropped on Sundays, for those of you who are regular followers, you probably know that there's going to be two additional ones on Tuesdays and Thursdays, shorter versions, real quick ones. But, um, there's just too much that I want to cover that I can't cover once a week. And I also want to do, um, have a few, have fewer guests on as well. I'm still going to have guests on periodically, but you'll be hearing mostly from me going forward. So, um, I recommend subscribing to the show. So you get notifications with the topic of the day, each time a new episode has dropped. And also please consider becoming a Patreon supporter. So you get free books and an early release of each episode episode. Plus those who sign up at the $10 level get a 100% free digital copy of my brand new book, How to Get Hitched and Stay Hitched. You can do all of this at suzannebanker.com forward slash podcast. And now on with the show. From the magnificent Midwest, it's the Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value but wildly different by nature. Join us here every week when we challenge the culture's hugely flawed narratives about men, women, sex, and love. From coast to coast and from around the world, thank you for joining us. So, quick announcement. I am going to be doing a Money and Marriage series on the Suzanne Venker Show. And I have no particular order to it, so I can't say it will be every Tuesday or every Thursday, for example. But this is an enormous subject that I've been meaning to address for a long time, but with only one episode a week, my hands were kind of tied, which is why I'm so happy this show is now airing three episodes a week, for those of you who might have missed that announcement, so I can cover so much more ground. Okay, so this will be the first of what I hope will be a long series on money and marriage. And for today's episode, we're going to begin with the student loan crisis in America. A documentary from Ramsey Solutions entitled Borrowed Future, which they dub, quote, the most overlooked crisis in America, end quote, will stream in just one week on October 14th. Let's take a listen. The student loan problem has reached epidemic proportions affecting approximately 44 million Americans. There's something about the word student before the word loan that just makes us think about this differently and like differently in a very bad way. The choices that they made now own them. We would never get a house. We wouldn't be able to have kids. I'm paying all these bills and I have nothing. We've officially hit rock bottom. So I chose that particular part of the trailer because it ended with a couple, a couple or couples in general, basically talking about how student loans have affected their trajectory as far as just getting married or not. And then also the ability to have a family or to have the number of children that they want and to... Uh, build wealth and buy a home and do all those things that people have historically done um, much more easily than they do today. 
And I thought about a handful of my clients with whom I am dealing with this exact issue. So I can vouch for the fact that this is indeed the most, one of the most overlooked crises in America is, is student loan debt. Um, but I'm going to talk about more than student loan debt, even though that's the focus, but I'll get to that in a minute. So I, I'm thinking of several clients who, when I first found out about their debt, I was pretty bowled over. I mean, I, it, we're not talking a little bit of debt. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And if each person brought that to the table together, you can imagine, I mean, obviously that's double. So to say that this is undermining their marriages is an understatement. It is literally keeping them from being successful relationally and then obviously with their financial goals. So let's just back up a little bit. And I'm just going to give you my, my, my thoughts on the whole getting a college education and doing student loans to begin with, and then we'll move into this other area. This is a crisis that we have encouraged and allowed people this young to take on such enormous debt under the illusion that they will somehow be able to pay that back really quickly or that um, not to, not to worry about it because debt is normal or what have you with no understanding about how that debt will affect their futures financially and also again, relationally. Um, I mean, if you, if you look at why marriage is on the decline, if you pay attention to that research or listen to that data, you will hear the number one reason young people give for why they're not getting married is money. They say, quote unquote, we cannot afford to get married. That's also quite often why young people are choosing to live together instead of getting married, which basically means they're just prolonging the inevitable because it would be one thing if you uh, prior to marriage, had some plan to combine your finances, which is never a good idea until you're married anyway, obviously, to then pay off all your debt and then get married. But it never works out that way. That's not what's happening. They're simply prolonging the ability to pay for a wedding, to have a child, to buy a house, all of those things that come with marriage indefinitely. They're just existing in roommate form, whether they're living together or or maybe they're not living together, but they're staying together in the hopes that they're going to someday get married. There's a domino effect to having taken on this debt that nobody told them about. And what's happening by the time they get to me is they're all they they're already in. They're far in. They've they they have gotten married, obviously. Um, and they um have a child or two, and they are up to their eyeballs in debt. But the number one reason why they haven't been successful in getting rid of that debt is because they are not on the same page. They are living the same way they lived prior to marriage, after marriage, meaning as roommates. It's his money and her money, her debt, his debt. 
Now, this is true whether or not we're talking student debt or any other debt, credit card debt, just any consumer debt. They are not joining forces with that debt. And that is what's keeping them from not only being successful financially as a family and as a team, but it's allowing them, not, not allowing them to be successful in their marriage because the two go together. There's no way to delink them. This, the, the number one overarching issue that I confront as a coach is helping people get from the his and her mentality into the our mentality. We, we have this much debt. We have um, this much saved. We, you know, whatever the case may be, they do not talk like that. Millennials, they talk in terms of his and hers. It says though they are roommates. So they never really got married because if you haven't combined your monies, you haven't combined your mindset, your goals, your plans for the future. You haven't become one. And there's two angles to that. There's the spiritual side of that, which is what marriage is supposed to be about is combining and becoming one in every capacity, but also the math of it, the math of the whole thing, because unless you're working as a team, it's going to take you 10 times longer to get where you want to go. And B, if you're not on the same team about it and you're not in agreement about it, you're also not going to move forward in your relationship or in terms of building wealth. So there's, there's just no way to separate money and marriage when it comes to student debt or, or any debt, really. Debt will destroy and can destroy your marriage if you are not a team. If you do not approach it the same way, if you don't have a plan to get out of it, if one person really wants to get out of debt and the other person doesn't care whether there's debt and they'll just take it to their grave, that marriage is not going to work. It just isn't. If one person is pro-prenup and the other one's not, that's not going to work. Because at the end of the day, these are trust issues. These are, this is the equivalent of saying to a person, whether we're talking about, I don't want to talk about prenups. That's not what I'm, this, this topic is about today, but it's, it's another example of it. When you're dealing with debt and you're not combining it and you're not on the same team financially, you are basically saying to that person, I don't trust you. I just don't. There's, and there's no way to cover that up and make it sound pretty in any other way. The person on the receiving end, because it's usually, I have found, one person who wants to combine and get on the same page and have a budget and move forward, and someone else who's keeping that from happening. Usually that's the case. And that's a marriage where you are living separate lives in every way. And, and without being a team, you're not going to be successful in the financial department. And if you're not successful in the money department of your marriage, in the money realm, let's say, of your marriage, you're not going to be successful in other areas of your marriage. They all are connected. Um, so it is not a coincidence that the people who come to me um, the couples who come to me, you know, and I, I think I've, I think I've, I don't know how much I talk to you guys about the individual coaching and how I do it, but at any rate, I, I meet with people individually. It's not couples counseling. That's not what I do. It's one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I do meet with them initially at, for, at um, together as a couple. And it's not a coincidence that almost all of them are living separate financial lives. 
it's not a coincidence that they're coming to help, coming from coming to me for help. Anyone's going to end up needing help if you're living your life that way in your marriage, because it doesn't work. It's never, it's not meant to work that way. You're meant to work as a team. You have one goal, you work together toward that goal. If someone's pulling and not on board with that goal, it, it just falls away. And you're constantly, constantly in, 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 in conflict and having power struggles. And they often, often, often revolve around money. So it doesn't have to be student loans, like I said. It can be any debt, really, in general that I'm talking about. But there is no question that student loans are a massive, massive problem that we talk about in terms of the economy, but we don't talk about it in terms of relationally, what it will do to your relationship, to your marriage, to the choices you make in your personal life. If, once again, you ask millennials why they're not getting married for those who aren't, which is a lot of them, they, again, they will say, I can't afford to. Well, there's going to be no magical day within the, within the time that their fertility allows to, um, to, to have that be turned around. If you're already in that kind of a debt, then you have to join forces with the other person to attack that debt while you're married and go ahead and have your baby and buy a house if you can afford to or rent or whatever. But if you don't join forces as a team to attack it, just staying unmarried isn't going to like magically have this day where you are, okay, I can get married now and have kids because the debt's all gone. It's just, just, just not working out that way at all. So there's a domino effect to this entire mess of student loan debt. And it is a crisis in America. There's no question about it. So hopefully if you're a parent listening in um, and you have younger kids, do not encourage them to go into debt to get a degree. There are a thousand different ways to get a degree without going to debt. Either you can't afford it, you can't afford the school that you want, or you can't. And if you can't, you go to another school. There are cheaper schools that have perfectly good programs. And it's much, much, much better to go to a school that you um, maybe would have overlooked if, if you're going to graduate debt-free. Because the, the trajectory of your life will not be negatively affected by this one choice to go to a school that you cannot afford just to get the degree, which, by the way, doesn't really matter at the end of the day where you get your degree from. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I mean, unless you're going to Harvard or Yale, the fact that you've graduated is enough. So this, this focus on where you're going and trying to be in the most prestigious schools, and by the way, suggesting that every single person has to go to college when there are other avenues is what's gotten us into this mess. But the not addressing the issue with respect to how it affects our personal lives, marriage and family and all the rest, home ownership, building wealth, all of that is the greater mistake, in my opinion. So that's pretty much all I have to say on that subject. Go see Borrowed Future. I haven't seen it yet, obviously, but it'll be out next week, as I said. And um, I, you have to go to Dave Ramsey's uh, website. So Ramsey Solutions is, is, is who produced this. And um, it will um, hopefully shed some new light on the whole concept of going into debt to get a degree. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm much more concerned with how it affects our personal lives because I'm seeing it every day 
I'm not every day, every week in some capacity in my coaching practice, what it's doing to marriages. And um, it's not pretty. And that ends this hour of the Suzanne Venker show. Before you leave us, I'd appreciate it if you'd take one minute to give us a review at Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use. If you've done that already, or if you can't leave a review on your podcast player for some reason, please consider sharing the show with a friend or a family member. Word of mouth is the primary way we get the word out about the Suzanne Venker show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week.